1: what is a lock in sports betting? A lock is simply put a bet you can't lose. You know that. And with my bookie, you cannot lose on their NBA lock of the season. Put a bet on either team to score between the Mavericks and the Nuggets. And when the first bucket hits, boom, you win. Let me put it like this an NBA game has never gone scoreless, so you're going to win. This is a lock. It doesn't get any easier than that. My bookie wants you to get a taste of winning. Because it tastes so good. With superstars like Jokic, Doncic going head-to-head, Friday night of this week, it will not take more than a minute of game time before your bet cha-ching, cashes in. And that's not all. You get paid Friday, wake up Saturday, and then you throw down on UFC 267. Saturday night, my bookie is giving all users a $100 risk-free wager on the light heavyweight championship main event Fight. So don't wait. Head to mybookie.com now and use my promo code ZABE. That's promo code ZABE. Charlie Zulu Alpha Bravo Echo. And my bookie will instantly double your first deposit. That's promo code ZABE. You can double your funds to double your winnings. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Today on the Cast, just when you thought COVID was done with the NFL, think again. Thursday's showcase game in Arizona could be without a Big Packer star. Notorious JAY a. Y. joins the show today. We'll talk about the astounding Alec Baldwin screw up, Dave Chappelle's latest comedy special, and what your price would be on the Brady Ball. All that plus a rousing FTG to start your Tuesday. Your 40 minute, uncensored ZABE Express is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go. Here we go. Tuesday, October 26, 2021. Thank you for downloading. Well, well, well. League's been all vaccinated. We've had a year plus of guys getting exposed, quarantining, testing protocols, masking, biosensors on players. We're still doing COVID in the NFL. Apparently we are. And it has failed. Fucked up Thursday night's matchup. Devontae Adams is on the COVID list. On it on Monday, there is like no chance. I've not yet seen that he is officially out for Thursday, but you would think it'd be no chance. Now maybe he'll get two negative tests in the next 48 hours and be eligible, but God dang almighty. Joe Barry is also on the COVID list for the Packers, which means they are an advanced protocols, there could be an outbreak with the Packers. Matt Nagy, head coach of the Bears, same thing. So much for those vaccinations, huh? When will the NFL start pressuring players now to get a booster shot? And how many will they be required to get per year or browbeat into getting? How do players who didn't really want to get vaccinated, but then did? Because the NFL said it'll be a lot easier for you, won't, get, won't have to get tested as much, who then catch COVID, How are they going to feel? How many players might end up with myocarditis if they're on their second or third booster? I don't know, I guess I guess we're going to find out. How about them vaccinations, huh? Stop testing. I said this a long time ago. Others did as well. At some point, the testing industry for COVID has got to be dismantled. It's tough because it is a billion-dollar industry that has guaranteed revenue streams, has no real competitors, and has the full force of the government and other major institutions and the media backing it. Stop testing asymptomatic people. Sure, you want to test somebody who's truly symptomatic just to know if they've got COVID or something else, fine. But guess what? Virus going to virus. Virus already done, gone, done, and virus all over the place. It's going to go where it wants, when it wants, how it wants. We can't stop it. We can't do anything about it. If you're in a vulnerable age group, you should get the vaccine. If you think you need more protection after a certain number of months, you should check with your doctor, maybe get a booster. But otherwise, you can't stop it. Stop testing asymptomatic people. Stop the sort of the systematic testing, the surveillance testing. Like, oh, we're going to test every week just to be sure. Oh, bing, you found it. Great. Now what? I have no symptoms, but I I found that I have been in contact with the virus. Okay. Then there's this story. Democrat State Senator Tina Polsky told viewers that she wants Governor Ron DeSantis to pull his nomination of Florida Surgeon General Joseph Latipo because of his refusal to put on a mask prior to a meeting with Polsky. She cited her recent breast cancer diagnosis as the basis for the mask policy. However, video and photographic evidence shows that Polsky spent time in close proximity with unmasked Democrats on the very same day as her scheduled meeting with Dr. Lapido. In addition to the previously reported photo and video showing her meeting with State Senator Shervin Jones on October 12th, more recent video has since surfaced showing Polsky in close proximity with fellow Democrat State Senator Lorraine Osley during an Agriculture Committee hearing on October 20th. Maybe she just doesn't want to be near Republicans who are not masked. While Polsky arrived at the meeting wearing a mask, she removed it after completely taking her seat. Neither Polsky nor Osley wore the mask for the 35-minute duration of the meeting and leaned closely to speak with Osley at the conclusion of the meeting. (sighs) The meeting with Lapido never actually took place because Polsky said the appointment resulted in a masking standoff after she refused to allow him into the meeting without a mask. I have a strict mask policy in my office. I take a lot of meetings, as you can imagine, with groups of people. Polsky also told viewers that no one has ever questioned her office masking policy, though through dozens of meetings, and that Lapido was the first person to ever refuse to wear a mask. It's not clear when Polsky began enforcing the office masking policy. When asked about the video and photos of her appearing with unmasked colleagues, her office acknowledged that she hasn't consistently applied the policy, but insists that Lapido. Should have done so when requested, rather than attempt to move the meeting outside, where both might be more comfortable. Yes, he said, do you want to meet outside? Hell, he should have said, why don't we meet through prison plexiglass on those little telephones. Although I have certainly not been perfect about wearing a mask, said Polsky, I've never declined to wear one when someone has asked me to do so. I am also very thankful that the Senate president agrees that this is an issue of respect and decorum. The bottom line is that the Surgeon General should have respected my wishes. Fuck your wishes. Fuck your mask. Fuck your bullshit. I say this on behalf of everybody on Team Reality. Fuck you, Tina Polsky, to the moon and back. And I'm sure I'm going to get an angry email or two to say, how dare you say that? You know, She's got breast cancer. Certainly he could have worn the mask. She did it to make him bend the knee. That's all it is. It's not fucking science. Seriously, people. We are, how many days now? 365 plus, don't try to do the math. We're a billion days into two weeks to slow the spread. This is fucking madness. As soon as Fauci flip-flopped, and as soon as Biden started wearing a mask, and as soon as the Democrats realized that Trump wasn't going to wear a mask, boom, it was on. The mask became a political symbol, nothing else. And for you people who still think they do something, anything, you are fools. Stop thinking that. If you have to wear one for work, fine, I feel bad for you, but if you really think they do something, you're a fool. And for you people like Polsky, who insist it's a courtesy or some other bullshit like that. Fuck yourself. This is how society unravels. You don't get to dictate what other people wear because you are a hypochondriac with a poor understanding of data and scientific evidence. Enough already. On behalf of everybody on team reality, fuck off. And if this results in you never listening to my podcast again, if you think I'm out of line, whatever. Write me a long email. I'll delete it in two seconds. Never listen again. Don't need you. Don't want you. We're at the point now where we are sorting ourselves out as a country. So let's sort ourselves out peacefully. On you go. On your way. He didn't wear a mask. (laughs) He's like, you want to go outside? How close do I need to be to you? It's just ridiculous. And yeah, the NFL should probably stop testing its players because guess what? They're going to get this. As long as they keep testing, they're going to keep catching fragments of the virus and the testing and the glancing blows of it. No, I might have had it. and He might have had it. Sucks. Sucks for the Packers. Sucks for Devontae Adams. Uh, We'll see what Thursday brings. All right. Time for Notorious J-A-Y. Notorious, Notorious. Notorious. Hello. Hello, la, la, la. You know, the thought crossed my mind today on the airplane as I'm watching Dave Chappelle's The Closer on my phone. I thought, is someone going to see it and get in my face about it saying... How dare you watch that, even though there's no nudity. I'm listening on my headphones. You can't hear any of the jokes. Nobody did, but I was actually mentally Jay preparing for it.
2: It's, I can't remember a comedy special more maligned than that in my lifetime.
1: Maligned no, by some.
2: Maligned like, by some.
1: Not everybody. Andrew though.
2: Dice Clay. People were up in okay. arms about his act, but. <laughs> Hickory dickory duck. Right, yeah. Yada, 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 <laughs> Right. But this one, I don't get it. I don't understand it. But be mad if you want to.
1: Yeah, be mad. And they will. And they were. And I'm sure they are going to be so. All right. Uh, that said, I found it to be a little bit uh, slow in pace. Maybe oh, I was expecting maybe. Kevin
2: Hart. <laughs> um, you say you, you, you want me to be angry because you said that, right? No, do you I, do no, you, I, no. do you not see the difference? What a great comedian is, and what Kevin Hart is between those two. Kevin Hart is Kevin a, Hart. Kevin Hart is a hack.
1: Kevin Hart funny. is Kevin Hart is the Black Dane Cook.
2: Oh, you're he's got is one. That, pitch. Is that a good? Is that a good one? No, you're 100 okay. percent right. I, I, I've never understood. He's he he made me laugh in Central Intelligence. I, I found that movie very funny, but maybe it was more The Rock but he's never made me laugh because he's just yeah. loud. And it's just
1: one pick. loud, high energy. And yeah, that's, that's his whole shtick. So, I mean, Chappelle was good. I, I, I was definitely laughing. Uh, I definitely loved the way he presented things. My only thing about this was I found some of his anecdotes to set up jokes a bit hard to believe. like, I know that every artist, every comedian has certain license to fit narratives to what they want. But to say that a woman followed him around the mall store after store and then followed him all the way out to his car. Eh not sure I bought
2: that entirely. But okay. That was that was the problem you had, really, Dave? Come on. That was your problem? Okay. (laughs) What?
1: if a if a comedian is going to say this actually happened to me, I kind of want to believe that it actually happened to him. Okay. Otherwise, right. just say you know, just shape the joke differently. I, that's all. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> well, look, <laughs> if, 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 if that's
2: your only problem, you'll be okay.
1: I still, I still had like thirty minutes left right. on the special.
2: Well, so where oh, does where does it, where does it rank? What? Oh, you got to wait till the end. Oh, it okay. gets. Oh, does it, he start yeah. just firebombing things? Boom, 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 boom. No, he tells a great story about someone he knew that someone he knows that is trans. Okay. And it all ties in. And I kept, on. I watched it twice and I'm like, why are the trans communities so upset? And I still don't understand why they're upset about it, but you have to watch the okay. last 10 or 15 minutes.
1: I do like how he he ripped the uh, the women's movement because they're all bitching in Hollywood wearing the same color dresses, but none of them fired their agents. It, to,
2: again, he is he is a, I'm I'm slowly wanting to put him in the Eddie Murphy Richard Pryor conversation Ooh. as the and the Chris Rock as the best ever. It's too bad what happened to Chris Rock. What he cheated on his wife? That no. Was-
1: he decided to
2: stop being funny. Oh well, well, Eddie did too at one point. I, I guess all could Richard well, Pryor stopped being funny at one point. Well, I guess you can only do it so long.
1: I, it's not. I think some of those guys they 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 kind of ran out of material, but I think Chris Rock decided I want to be an accepted celebrity who has to trim his sails comedically to fit in a certain Hollywood lane, and it's a calculated move that. I don't disrespect, I just am disappointed because I found Chris Rock's early comedy to
2: be searingly funny. I think his divorce effed him up. Oh, really? Yeah. I that after his divorce, he kind of went on a different path. <laughs> was so he I'm gonna Was he married to somebody famous? No, he was he was married to a smoke show of a chick and he cheated on her and she took half his shit. Malak Compton Rock? M A L A A K
1: uh 96 to do that 2016 That's her. Yeah. There's a Lola Simone Rock. Maybe that's uh his daughter?
2: His daughter, yeah. He's got a daughter. Lola's daughter,
1: Lola yeah. Simone, yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. I mean, he he pretty, you know, he started doing Adam Sandler movies, which are unfunny to me now (laughs) because of why Adam Sandler is no longer
1: funny, or you've heard enough Adam Sandler voice impressions and jokes.
2: Someone who thought, uh, Billy Madison was one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. He clearly went downhill after that. What's the last good Adam Sandler movie that you can remember? Oh God. Exactly. Wedding singer. Okay. I'll take that. Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore wedding singer Billy Madison that's it but you know what i do i did like funny people with him and seth rogen i liked that movie okay uh, so uh,
1: how how about maybe 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 he didn't take his own advice when it comes to men and women and platonic friends chris rock
0: well this is how cool women are a woman can walk in a party with her man there'll be four guys in a party that she fucked. And it will not phase her one bit. She will introduce her man to every one of those guys like there is nothing to it. (laughs) I want you to be Brad,
3: and this is Kevin, and this is Mark, and this is Michael. They're all my friends.
1: I'm trying to find the part where he's saying for a guy, a platonic female friend is just somebody you haven't fucked Yet. Yet. Yes. yes. <laughs> right. Yes.
2: And and a man is only as faithful as his options. As his options. <laughs> I was just going to say that. That is 100%. A lot of men go, well, how do you cheat? You're only as faithful as your options. Yeah. I, I you know, I reject that, Jay.
1: I reject that Of course that you do. Yes. <laughs> but yeah.
3: A man is basically as faithful as his options.
1: Yes. <laughs> now, this is 2012. So this He's is still married ten years ago.
0: <laughs> oh,
3: that's how faithful a man is—no more, no less. They see all these fat Republican guys going, "I would never do such a thing." This is a travesty. I'm like, nobody's trying to blow you. <laughs> <laughs> 20 year old girls trying to blow orange hats. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody trying to give Newt Gingrich some. I don't give a
2: fuck.
3: You ain't never gonna hear Newt Gingrich go, man, I wish these hoes would back up off.
1: <laughs> now, that said, that's actually not true. It's funny, but it's not actually true because, as we found out, politicians do have options. They're sleazier, sort of, you know, leveraged options where there's thirsty career women on Capitol Hill that will do just about anything. Remember, remember, uh, who was the pollster that was having his toes sucked when we were launching missiles against Iraq? Um,
2: oh, I can't remember his well, you name. You got me on that one.
1: Uh, not uh, Dick something, not Dick Cheney, but somebody else. Anyway. Dick Ah, uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so anyway, the Chappelle, he says this Chappelle special is, is his last for a while. Where is he going? And he, What's he going to do, Dave Chappelle, from here? To count his money in his small town in Ohio. Yeah, he, he talked about, like, what was it, like, strippers in his small town of Ohio? He's like, they're great because they're all hippies and they're barefoot and they like having dirty feet.
2: <laughs> yes. <He> said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honey, here's a 50 and some dirt. Go kick yourself out. Yeah. <laughs> so he really lives in Ohio. Yeah, yeah. It's a, like a hippie town. He's, did you ever see the Chappelle uh, block party? No. Okay, well, I don't know if that could be for you. A lot of musical groups that you're like, who are they? But Kanye said it, but mm-hmm. he, he, the whole first part starts in his town of Ohio, and he invites people from the town he puts them on a bus. They come to Brooklyn and they have a block party with Common, Kanye West, Jill Scott, Erica Badu, The Roots, Dead Prez, The Fugees. Wow! I think I named everybody. Yeah. By the way,
1: uh, Dave Spell's wife is obviously hot, and she's Filipino. I noticed that.
3: I noticed that. Yeah. With, uh, with that Manny Pacquiao controversy. Yeah, and no, I was now now in the gay community's defense. Uh, Manny Pacquiao said some outlandish shit about gay people. Very, very not nice things that I won't repeat, but there was biblical verses, and some analogies to animals. Wasn't a good look. Nike took his shoes immediately. (laughs) Which I thought was a little harsh. A little harsh, you know what I mean? Cause he's, uh, just cause he's Asian, you know what I mean? Fuck you gonna take shoes off Asian dude to appease a gay dude, you know what I mean? No, you don't know what I mean, but Asian people kind of know what I mean. No? No Asians in the front? No? No, this is what I mean. Okay, look, Okay, you're an Asian dude. No, I I say this with no disrespect, but we're all Americans, right? And we can agree that America has a huge body count all over the world, but nowhere more than Asia. Literally, if you look at history, recently we have bombed the masculinity out of an entire continent. We dropped two atomic bombs on fucking Japan and they've been drawing Hello Kitty and shit ever since.
1: <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm going to fall down a Dave Chappelle wormhole tonight, I think, on YouTube. And it's not a bad one to fall. Not it's a bad first one. To special,
2: fall down. It's first special, Killing Them Softly. Perfect. Yeah.
1: What is a lock in sports betting? A lock is simply put a bet you can't lose. You know that. And with my bookie, you cannot lose on their NBA lock of the season. Put a bet on either team to score between the Mavericks and the Nuggets, and when the first bucket hits, boom, you win. Let me put it like this. An NBA game has never gone scoreless, so you're going to win. This is a lock. It doesn't get any easier than that. My bookie wants you to get a taste of winning because it tastes so good. With superstars like Jokic, Doncic going head-to-head Friday night of this week, it will not take more than a minute of game time before your bet Cha-ching, cash is in. And that's not all. You get paid Friday, wake up Saturday, and then you throw down on UFC 267. Saturday night, my bookie is giving all users a $100 risk-free wager on the light heavyweight championship main event fight so don't wait head to mybookie.com now and use my promo code zabe that's promo code zabe charlie zulu alpha bravo echo and my bookie will instantly double your first deposit that's promo code zabe you can double your funds to double your winnings bet anything anytime anywhere with my bookie
0: at chief it, we're tired of hearing new year new you fat burning secrets and lose weight fast
1: all right we got a lot to talk about today including burying the lead jay would you like <laughs> to make this announcement right now on the zabe cast so everyone knows about your personal life which you're very delighted about i, I assume i would hope yes. you're delighted about this news
2: yes i am going to join the club the married man's club i'm getting married in two weeks
1: Wow. How about them apples? How many years have you been dating your soon-to-be bride? I don't know the date.
2: Let's just say a lot. Ten years. Over under ten years?
1: Over ten, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, two weeks' time. The good news, it sounds like, is you're going to have a very small ceremony, and I'm not going to have to come. No offense.
2: No. No. You don't have to come. No. In in fact, it's going to be... The justice of the peace. Nice. So, who do you have adjudicating
1: this holy matrimony?
2: I don't know who's ever at the Anne Arundel County courthouse. Okay. So you are Jay. How old? I am fifty-one.
1: Zay. Have you ever been married before? I have not. You just felt like at this point in your life, you're like, you know what? I think I'll try that.
2: I'm going to give goes. my my Steve Young game. Wait till the last. <laughs> possible minute
1: can i ask what was the impetus for this family was she putting the full court press on you no well it, ten, it, and i, I would think after 10 years
2: i was gonna say her press i, I had the greatest press breaker ever <laughs> if but no i had okay i'm gonna be really honest now we're gonna so i had the Biggest clean bill of health from my cardiologist who I found out I don't need anymore because my episode was a one-time episode that can be, like, if you, I mean, some people have heart failure and it's forever, but mine was from a virus and it just did a 180. Wow. Well, that's great. That's great
1: news. So you feel like with this new lease on life, with this woman that you have built a life with. But you have yes. yet to make her a proper, full blown, genuine, bona fide wife. Her up, put a ring living on. in
2: living in sin. Yes,
1: yeah. okay. Uh, and uh, and that's
2: great. So, uh, have you bought a wedding ring? Have not bought one yet. I said we can go do that together. Okay, the sky's the limit. I under, <laughs> uh, un, under 5k,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Some some the some restrictions apply basically, right? Yes, yes. Are you going to play all the single ladies at your reception? <laughs> you better put a ring on it, Jay. <laughs> whoop, whoop, man, Beyonce in her prime, 2009. I, shit, I was a member of the Beehive back then.
2: If she I ever, remember correctly, if she ever... ever Did she ever do it for you? Beyonce was, she's, you know, yes. I mean, in my Top 15? Top 15? Rick Rick Chill, by the way, has a great story about Beyonce.
1: Okay, our friend Rick Chill, who's in the radio business, uh, yes. produces for the great Donnie Simpson yes. in yes. radio in DC. Yes,
2: I believe you told me a story once where Beyonce was giving him the eyes.
1: No, at
2: a he, at, his, at a station event. I'm, I'm just telling that you, is fucking crazy. I'm just telling, you. and I was like, I gotta believe you. I can't. I cannot not believe you.
1: All right. Well, congratulations, Jay. That's that's awesome. Mazel, mazel. Mazel, mazel. Good things, as we like to say. Alec Baldwin. Holy shit. I said yesterday on the podcast I would talk about it then I promptly forgot as the time was carrying on. So here we are to talk about it. I'm glad I did because I read more about what happened. This is one of the all-time epic fuck-ups I've ever heard of.
2: So (laughs) they were doing a
1: was it his stunt on his movie? Yeah. He so Alec Baldwin is is the is I think he's the money behind this budget low budget film called Rust. Okay. And he is not the director per se but I think he's the executive director. Producer, executive producer. Executive director. producer director and he's also in the movie as an actor cuz yes. why 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 spend your own money to make a movie that you're not in, right? Right. And apparently the cast the the the, the film crew that day of the fatal accident, was off. They were using a secondary crew because the original crew walked off due to pay disputes and housing issues. Also, there was reports that other crew members had walked off the set protesting dangerous conditions. Some even said that, and this is unconfirmed yet, it'll all, I'm sure, come out in court, that basically... Some of the people were using these guns on the set to plink with after hours, you know, out in the desert. Like, okay, we're not shooting right now. Hey, give me that Colt forty five. Pew pew. Let's go shoot some cactus. I am stunned that there are ever any live bullets in any gun on any movie set ever.
2: Yeah, it, I I can't I had to read it like three times because I kept saying. Why were there bullets around? Right. We've seen this happen before. And I can understand,
1: okay, maybe there's a scene where you're shooting away from people. You're shooting at a barrel full of water, and you want the water to come out, and it's just cheaper to do it that way than to CGI it in there. Okay, I guess. But out of safety, I'd say, like, look, we'll shoot all live bullet scenes, clearly, without anyone else around. They had apparently multiple guns on a table that was being manned by... Uh, the so-called armorer of the movie, the person that is in charge of the guns, and the armorer, who was a woman, doesn't mean anything. She could have been qualified or not, but she was not part of the union, by the way. They have an armorer's union, apparently, in Hollywood. I would like to to have that. Yeah, Yeah, right, exactly. Have some actual union rules and regulations. She was not part of the union because, again, Alec Paul was using cheap help. And apparently they had the guns laid out on a table outside of the barn or the church they were filming in due to COVID restrictions. So it's possible that their fear of the virus after all these days and weeks and months may have led to the fatal mishap of the young 42-year-old director of photography getting fatally shot on set. Holy (laughs) shit. Two will, things
2: you can't yes. skimp on on a movie set. Right. Uh, Armourers and craft service. Can't <laughs> skip on either one.
1: No, exactly. You shouldn't do that. So will Alec Baldwin face any kind of charges whatsoever? Sure. Even in, d- involuntary manslaughter or reckless
2: negligence or something? His career might be over because the last person I remember causing... A fatality on the movie set was john landis on the twilight zone movie oh i remember where yeah. where um um stuntman vic, yeah. vic morrow vic morrow and an asian child were killed in a helicopter scene right and john landis john his career was never has never reached the heights that it did at that point because he had just come off trading places and I think he was the Blues Brothers director. He was like on a trajectory, and that happened, and I can't remember the last John Landis movie I've seen. Yeah.
1: 1983, during filming of The Twilight Zone, the movie, uh, it says, Vic Morrow, Wikipedia, cause of death. Acts. Jennifer
2: Jason Lee's dad, by the way.
1: Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yes. Uh, cause of yep. death, accidental decapitation by helicopter. Yep. Oh, my God. And there's a YouTube link saying Vic Morrow's death video.
2: Do I dare click it? No, because you can know. I've seen that before. That was that was dumber me to click on that.
1: It's not really it, is it?
2: Oh, I think it's a scene. Really? Yes. Do you want to go down that rabbit hole?
1: Well, then how is... How is... uh Oh, God, yeah. Oh, geez. You, cl- you
2: clicked anyway, see? Oh,
1: I did. See? What am I doing now? He's going cl- wasting- to click
2: on next. 2 girls, oh. one cup. Mm.
1: <laughs> oh my god, he he was he was walking through waist deep water in this action scene, like some disaster scene on the movie where, you know, he's trying to he's carrying two kids with him. And a helicopter falls on him basically. A helicopter with its rotors running. Yes. Oh, my. Oh, and two children died as well.
2: I thought it was one. It was two. Okay, I thought it was one, but that's even worse.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, that's really bad, and I'm really sorry I clicked on that. Okay, there you go. moving right along. What would your price be for the Tom Brady football, number 600? Because the official price is now out, according to Darren Ravel. You know, of course, what I speak of. Yes. Yes. Okay. By the way, did you hear Jim Nance say after Tracy Wolfson explained the negotiation? Yes. Oh, that's a terrible deal. Terrible deal. Terrible. Yeah. Deal. That was so funny. Here I, we go. I heard. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, he will get two signed jerseys and a helmet from Tom, a signed Mike Evans jersey and his game cleats, a one thousand dollar credit at the Bucks team store. And two season tickets for the remainder of this year and next.
3: That's a good deal.
1: You think so?
2: Hell yeah.
1: They say that's the ball might have been worth several hundred thousand dollars.
2: That's a that's a good deal. That's a
1: good deal. What would you have he asked for?
2: Something something about that, because he didn't do anything, you know, he didn't catch the ball. I no, that that's a good deal. He just handed it to him by Mike Evans.
1: Yeah. I would have said he
2: right place, right time.
1: I would have said I want season tickets for life with gold parking. The good oh, shit. Oh, What? Yeah.
2: What? Gold yeah. parking? You're all because yeah, you, you can ale
1: at any time you want. Okay. <laughs> well, no, I mean if you're going to get season tickets, you've got to get the parking. Parking is more valuable than tickets these days in sports. You know. Very that. true. Come on. Very true. So Very I want true. season tickets for life plus parking. The best parking, VIP gold parking. I want a signed game worn Brady jersey. From the game itself, with the wear marks and the dirt marks photo matched, I want Brady to present it to me in person oh for a photograph. I want Brady to promise to shout me out at his Hall of Fame induction speech.
2: Just okay, a we're, quick—we're we're, we're, we're almost in range. I'm waiting for it. Ahead, <laughs> and six thousand dollars. Oh, I thought you were going to say and a date with Giselle. Okay. And I want I
1: you- and I want f- I want 5 minutes uninterrupted scrolling through his photos <laughs> app on his phone. <laughs> Just to see yeah. what might be in there. Yeah. Scroll, <laughs> swipe, scroll, swipe, scroll, oh. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Brady is not showing any signs
2: of slowing down. He might he might do that 46 thing or 47 or whatever he'd say it. 50 Oh, I I I don't see it not happening now. I laughed at him
1: when he said that. Yeah, yeah. they don't let guys hit quarterbacks anymore, and he's too smart to get hit. He rarely takes any punishment. Think about it. Somebody should go back and pick a season 10 years ago and do a super cut of every time Brady gets hit and then take one from last year or the year before and just count the number of times he's touched and how bad the hits are. Part of it is he's got he's gotten smarter, and but the other part is you, you, you can't touch these
2: guys anymore. That's why I'm I'm praying that Aaron Rodgers comes out this year because there have been not rumors. I I think it's out a, a station out of Pittsburgh that has been saying it's possible that a would love to come to Pittsburgh oh. and play for Tomlin.
1: <laughs> Imagine the bidding war, you guys, Denver.
2: Oh. Why would he go to Denver? Uh,
1: you know, Elway, Elway court- think, quarterback it, to quarterback. I
2: think it's girlfriends, I think it's yeah. girlfriends from there also. Uh, it's, yeah, Sh- it's Shailene Woodley.
1: Shailene. Exactly. How about the amazing resurrection of Carson Wentz? I was stunned at how well he moved and played on Sunday night in a monsoon in San Francisco. Like I, I'm, He doesn't suck like he did last year with the Eagles. He's not seeing ghosts. He doesn't have the yips. I'm not saying he's MVP caliber, but he is way better. And this is coming off of two sprained ankles back in week two.
2: Rank these as the biggest, not narratives, well, the biggest stories from last week. The Cincinnati Bengals railroading the Ravens, Carson Wentz, the Chiefs' demise? I think the Chiefs' demise
1: is number one. I said yesterday, I I said the the hangover effect from losing the Super Bowl is the realest curse or jinx that we've got in the last five or six years. The loser of the Super Bowl the last five or six years, with the exception of the Patriots, has completely fallen off the map the next
2: year. Could you... Put some money on FanDuel for me because, as I texted you, yeah, I I think uh, the cable station in the woods. I see Dan Orlovsky coming out with the Pat Mahomes might be overrated <laughs> take. I'm telling, that's my money right there. Dan Orlovsky will be the first one overrated. to say something that's stupid. Yes, well, that, that Pat Mahomes is overrated.
1: He's not overrated, however. He has been high on fumes on this universal love of his, you know, flashy and fun loving style. Because he had another terrible turnover this week, second week in a row, where like rookies don't make those turnovers. But because he's got 500 million, part owner of the Royals, everybody loves him. He's old, froggy throat Mahomes. They're like, oh, that no look pass is great. That's a pick. You're
2: killing us. You know what it really is, though. What? You know what it really is—that white woman. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> that's,
1: that's what got it. That's what's got him. That soulful, froggy-throated. No, look. no,
2: no. That's his downfall. That white woman. Oh. <laughs> oh. Hey, he's in love with her. He is in love with her. And by the way, somebody will take seriously what I just said. And oh, no. oh my God! Oh, fuck Karen. I forgot about that. Jesus. How did I forget that? Sorry. Somebody,
1: somebody told me they think that your fuck Karen is a bit excessive and maybe a little bit too defensive. That we should retire well, I, it.
2: To who Whoever that person they, is, fuck, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes.
1: There you go. Okay. Well, too there you excessive. go. Too <laughs> excessive.
2: Excess. <excessness.
1: laughs> uh, Brittany Matthews is his girlfriend, now fiance's wife. Remember this? <laughs> She's sort of a pain in the ass. This is after they won the. I like
0: window. like let me see. My boy. God,
2: soothing.
1: soothing, isn't it? Yes.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, God. Oh come on! Don't you want a girl that's ride or die? Of course you do.
2: Oh, that's a little excessive. (laughs) Let's just say that.
1: I mean, it just goes on. Giselle is ride or die. Here. Here we go. Ready? Here she
0: is.
2: (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop, 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 stop. Doubted us? Just like Eileen Nordigan. How many touchdown passes have you made, honey? (laughs) There is no us.
1: Oh, no, 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 no. She's an us. She thinks oh, she's in yeah. us. Doubted us. Oh, God. By the way, who, who who was doubting and who was counting? Like, there's always going to be somebody there's, there's, yeah. who says, I don't think they're going to win.
0: Come yeah. on, tune in and say, all oh, those people that doubted us and hated on us and thought we were going to lose this day, Yes, I
2: <laughs> Oh, God. She's Now like, I have
1: so a headache. You can suck, <laughs> you can suck it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the Chiefs potentially imploding is one of the biggest stories, and I also think that the cratering of some bad ideas at quarterback, like say uh, uh, Sam Darnold's resurrection, that is not oh, happening in oh, Carolina, God, is that another was one. horrible.
2: Oh, and you know, who, well, and you know who's sitting laughing at all of us? Charge, because do you know who's having a really good year? Kirk. K- 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 yes. Yeah. Oh. God and I'm sure every time is. I I go Jesus Christ I'm gonna oh I feel I guess you got to get Smoot back on to say I thought you said he was a downfall of him. <laughs> Kirk, Kirk Kane still. The Kirk Kane. Kid, no. I tell yes. you that Kirk Kane is a powerful Kirk drug,
1: It's a powerful Kirk drug. <laughs> yeah, well, all he has to do is lose one big game, and they'll blame it on him. Say <laughs> yeah, he's, that's a, true. he's a stat amasser. He is a uh, end-of-game blowout guy. And to a certain extent, that is not incorrect. Even I, as a Kirk fan, don't put him in the top 10 of NFL quarter. Well, maybe tickling 7, 8, or 9, perhaps. Everything's got to be right for him. He is not a singular baller game-changer on his own. He doesn't really have any superpowers. His only superpower is his work ethic and the fact that he is overachieved as a player. And I respect that. But it's I be- you know, as a player, though, it's not like he goes, wow, how are we going to stop him from doing this or that or whatever?
2: I believe pro football focus has him as the third best quarterback in the league. Yeah,
1: well, a lot of people think pro football focus is full of shit, but I don't know. Yeah. Got to rate it somehow, right? Yeah, that's true. All right, what else do we got before we get to FTG?
2: Oh, talk about your boy, Cooper Cup. And I told yeah, you. Yeah, I said do You how know about some nickname? love for
1: Cooper Cup. Mighty Whitey. Do you, do you know his nickname, though? No,
2: what's Cooper Cup's nickname? This nickname may. Uh, I always say the greatest nickname is, um, oh, not Ty Domi. The little ball. Who was who the little ball I hate? Pat Verbeek was the little <laughs> ball I hate. Little ball That's of always hate, my yeah. favorite. Okay. But Cooper Cup's nickname, White Rice white rice? Yes. Why
1: white do they call it?
2: Oh! White carry rice.
1: Ding ding ding. Yes. That is awesome. That is fantastic. I mean the production is just consistent week after week after week. Seven for one hundred and eight, nine for one hundred and sixty-three, nine for ninety-six, five for sixty-four, seven for ninety-two, nine for one hundred and thirty, and ten for one hundred and fifty-six. He has one, two, two, zero, zero, two, two touchdowns. He has ten touch- nine touchdowns already on the year. It's amazing.
2: Yeah,
1: I, I, he's uh, he is White Terry Rice. That is 100% <laughs> he is good. True. He, he's fast. He's got great hands. He's durable. He's tough. He gets knocked around. And he is—he's hell on wheels, man. Matt Stafford is making beautiful music with him, and he fits well with their other wide receivers. He's a good compliment.
2: Yeah, because everybody else can go straight line. Yeah, Sean Robert Woods, and he can just—he can just flood the zones, go in and out as he pleases. It's—it's it's actually perfection for him. By the way, also, how, can I say how, something? How,
1: how big do you think he is? Before you say something.
2: Six, one, six, two? Six, two, 208. Okay, yeah, yeah, so not bad. Um, can I also say, Carl um, Shanahan is the most overrated coach <laughs> ever. People talk about him as some genius. I looked up coaches that he's better than. He is no better than, oh, God, what was the, um Oh, Joe Walton.
1: Okay. Joe Jim Walton of the Jets.
2: The, yes, the late Jim Fossil. Jim- Ray Rose has a better winning percentage.
1: Well, Fossil than- went to a Super Bowl and lost, correct? but then had some Kerry pretty Collins? dreadful season. Yes. Right. Okay.
2: Well, this guy is no genius. I'm like, why do they keep calling him a genius? Cuz the uh,
1: the media seizes on a narrative and they don't let it go. It's like a dog okay. with a bone. Uh, but I, I he, he I was such a somebody... genius when he was the OC for the Falcons, up 28 to 6, refused to just run the ball and punt. Run the oh. ball and punt, which would have oh. won the game
2: easily. But 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 I'm terrible for saying that. Okay. So, No, I who says oh no! So, oh no! Some somebody will somebody will say, will email you and give me some Kyle Shanahan stats. And again, <laughs> no better than Joe Walton.
1: Okay, okay, maybe you need to be in one of the press conferences.
0: Talk about
3: momentum, coach. Coach, couch, couch. coach. when the game was on the line, you made a decision that didn't pan out. Obviously. Throw the ball. Why didn't you decide to Let do the Matt other Ryan
1: thing? Matt Ryan gets sacked. Would have
3: panned yeah. out. Run the 100%. Punt even. I mean, that's what I would have done. That's what I would have done. The thing that would have worked.
1: The thing that you didn't do. I'm sorry. <laughs> Who are you? your reporter? Some East Coast paper? Yeah. Look. Yeah, one of my favorite scenes there. Okay, are you ready for FTG? I sure am. Let's do it now. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. <laughs>
2: Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy.
1: All right, Jay, who do you got?
2: It's again, it's, it's, a, it's a whole group, not one person, but... Group award. Sp- sports writers, stop being lazy. And I say that from this story. So you know there's a USC coaching, you know, vacancy. Today, somebody actually had the guts to say that Jeff Fisher is in the mix for the USC job. Oh, I saw that. That's just the stupidest thing <laughs> I've ever, and that's just laziness. I'm just going to say Jeff Fisher because he went to USC and he's out of work. That's just lazy <laughs> sports. <laughs> the, the The sports writing industry is pretty much a, a dead because people are lazy. How and do you know
1: he's not actually in the mix?
2: Well, you know what? If Jeff Fisher is in the mix, you I'm just don't want Tuesday. him.
1: You just don't want him. That's the thing. Uh, you know, you again, hate Jeff
2: Fisher. If Jeff Fisher's in the mix, well, I'm in the mix. Because I I had just about as much of a shot as Jeff Fisher getting that job. All right, so to all the sports writers being lazy, just
1: throwing obvious names out there, you say... Fuck that guy. Mine goes to field judge Randy Smith. Who's he? He's the guy that called a penalty on Iowa State's wide receiver, Xavier Hutchinson... Because he high-stepped it into the end zone. Here's the yeah. call on Iowa State Radio. Might well be the worst call. And again to give No throw. Over the middle. Caught Hutchinson. <laughs> Wide open. He'll take it all the way for a slick low touchdown. They went RPO and now a flag after the play. Oh, and then it, of course. Has... A flag at the end of the play as Hutchinson took it all the way for the Cyclone touchdown. The touchdown will come back. I mean, it's going to be taunting. I mean, come on. But... That referee needs to be fired immediately. Randy Smith, I want to see you working at a Foot Locker, fetching me a size 12 in the back room. You suck. F that guy. Why do referees do this, Jay? Why can they not use reasonable judgment?
2: So as, they, as they took their old pop, the world will never know. I guess not. All right, Jay, mozzle, mozzle. Send us a wedding
1: photo, even as humble as it may be. And may you enjoy many years of marital bliss going forward.
2: Thank you, Zay.
1: All right, buddy. We'll see you next time. Bye bye now. As they say, bold strategy, Cotton. Getting married for the first time at 53. But, hey, I've heard it. I've seen it. I know it can work. And, heck, he's been with this girl for a long time. It's really a matter of legal paperwork at this point. Mazel mazel, Jay. That's it for us today. Thank you so much for downloading and being a part of the Zabecast Nation. Spread the word. Rate and review, as always. And, as always, we will see you next time. What is a lock in sports betting? A lock is simply put a bet you can't lose. You know that. And with my bookie, you cannot lose on their NBA lock of the season. Put a bet on either team to score between the Mavericks and the Nuggets. And when the first bucket hits, boom, you win. Let me put it like this. An NBA game has never gone scoreless, so you're going to win. This is a lock. It doesn't get any easier than that. My bookie wants you to get a taste of winning. Winning. Because it tastes so good. With superstars like Jokic, Doncic going head-to-head Friday night of this week, it will not take more than a minute of game time before your bet cashes in. And that's not all. You get paid Friday, wake up Saturday, and then you throw down on UFC 267. Saturday night, my bookie is giving all users a $100 risk-free wager on the light heavyweight championship main event fight so don't wait head to mybookie.com now and use my promo code zabe that's promo code zabe charlie zulu alpha bravo echo and my bookie will instantly double your first deposit that's promo code zabe you can double your funds to double your winnings bet anything anytime anywhere with my bookie